0: Welcome to Leadership from the Heart, the podcast that dives deep into the world of operational focused leadership. I'm your host, Romy, and I'm thrilled to have you join us on the journey of discovery, growth, and transformation. In each episode, we'll explore the essential principles of effective leadership that not only drive results, but also touch the very core of the human connection. At Leadership from the Heart, we believe that leadership is more than just a title. It's a commitment to inspire, empower, and guide with authenticity and compassion. Welcome back to another episode of Leadership from the Heart. I'm your host, Romy, and today we're diving into a topic that plagues leaders from all walks of life. Fear. As an ops person, I like processes, and I believe in building processes from the root cause. So we'll first explore the origins of fear than the five common fears that leaders face, the reasons behind them, and practical steps to overcome them. So let's get into it. What is fear and where does it come from? It's said that the root of fear can be traced back to our evolutionary history and our biological fight or flight response. This primal response to perceived threats is hardwired into our brains and bodies as a survival mechanism. When faced with fear, our bodies release stress hormones like adrenaline, which prepare us to quickly respond to the threat. Fear is also influenced by psychological and social factors. It can be learned through experiences and conditioning, and it can be shaped by cultural norms, upbringing, and personal beliefs. Additionally, fear can be triggered by the unknown, uncertainty, and the anticipation of negative outcomes. In summary, The root of fear has both evolutionary and psychological origins, and it serves the purpose of protecting us from potential harm and danger. Before we get into the top five fears that leaders face, I'd like to get a little woo-woo with you guys for a little bit, and mention that I believe that fear is an illusion. An illusion that feels very, very real, but for most of us, fear lives inside of our minds more than it lives in our reality. Fear is also universal and a natural human emotion that when understood and managed, it can serve as a catalyst for professional and personal growth. It often stems from the unknown or perceived threat, but acknowledging it and confronting these fears can lead to valuable insights and resilience, including transformational change. Embracing fear as part of one's life journey and using it as a motivator for positive action can be a powerful force for self-improvement and achievement. While conducting the research for the top five fears that leaders face, the fear of failure, the fear of rejection, the fear of conflict, the fear of delegation, and of course the infamous imposter syndrome. So let's begin with the fear of failure. The fear of failure is a psychological anxiety related to the anticipation of falling short of achieving a desired goal or outcome. This fear can manifest in various ways, such as performance anxiety, procrastination, self-doubt, or perfectionism. The fear of failure can be crippling, and it is essential to recognize it as part of a growth process. Remembering the words from Winston Churchill, success is not final, failure is not fatal, it's the courage to continue that counts. Some ways to overcome the fear of failure is adopting a growth mindset. Setting achievable goals and learning from each misstep helps you move past this fear. Shifting what you perceive as failure, because it's actually knowledge. You now have another way you know doesn't work, and you can turn it into an opportunity to try other ways. Accept that failure is a natural part of growth and progress and developing your resilience and growth mindset. Some life coaches would call this failing forward. A growth mindset is the belief that your abilities and your intelligence can be developed and improved with effort, learning, and perseverance. People with a growth mindset see challenges and failures as opportunities to learn and grow rather than indicators of their limitations. They believe that with hard work and dedication, they can become better at anything they choose. This mindset encourages a love for learning and resilience in the face of setbacks, ultimately leading to a greater success of personal development. It's important to recognize that failure is not a reflection of one's worth, but a chance to learn and improve. Next is fear of rejection. The fear of rejection is a common emotional response characterized by an apprehension or anxiety about being disapproved, criticized, or excluded by others. The fear of rejection often stems from the desire to please everyone. As Brene Brown wisely said, if you're not in the arena getting your butt kicked, I'm not really interested in your feedback. Overcoming the fear of rejection involves building self-esteem resilience, and realizing that rejection is not a reflection of one's intrinsic worth. It's a normal part of life, and with the right perspective, it can be seen as an opportunity for personal growth and learning. Boosting your self-esteem is about learning how to feel good about yourself and believe in your worth. Here are six actionable steps I've taken to increase my own self-esteem. Positive self-talk is the first and most important. Speak to yourself like you would a friend. Replace the self-criticism with self-encouragement. Number two, set achievable goals. Start with something small and work your way up. When you accomplish something, even if it's minor, celebrate it. Number three, accept compliments. This one was a toughie, but when someone gives you a compliment, accept it graciously. It's a reminder that others see your value. Number four, avoid comparisons. Stop stop comparing yourself to others. You are unique and you have your own strengths and qualities. Number five, take care of yourself. Eat well, exercise, get enough sleep. When you feel good physically, it can positively impact your self-esteem. And number six, self-acceptance. Embrace your flaws, your imperfections. They make you who you are and that's something to be proud of. Next is the fear of conflict. The fear of conflict, often referred to as conflict avoidance or conflict aversion, is an apprehension or anxiety about engaging in confrontations and disagreements or having difficult conversations. While conflict is inevitable, it doesn't have to be destructive. Leaders like Mary Barra, the CEO of General Motors, have demonstrated how embracing constructive conflict can lead to innovation. Open, respectful dialogue and emphasize on finding common ground. This can turn the fear into a catalyst for positive change. To overcome the fear of conflict, individuals can develop better communication skills and conflict resolution skills. Practice active listening and focus on finding common ground rather than escalating the disagreements. Building conflict resolution skills is about learning how to handle disagreements or conflict in a way that leads to a positive outcome. Some of the most useful ways that I've learned to build um, resolution skills are listening carefully, taking the time to really try and understand the other person's point of view. It's also important to stay calm and composed, especially when the situation feels heated. I try to use I statements instead of you statements, meaning... Instead of saying, you make me feel, I say, I feel. This is less accusatory and it helps people own their feelings. I remain focused on the issue and steer away from positive attacks or past grievances. And the last two areas are to look for areas of agreement and build on it from there. And always take breaks if it gets too intense. It's okay to take a break to cool things off and collect your thoughts. Recognize that constructive conflict can lead to better solutions, improved relationships, and personal growth, thereby mitigating negative aspects of this fear. Next is the fear of delegation. The fear of delegation, often referred to as delegation anxiety, is the apprehension or the reluctance to entrust tasks or responsibilities to others. Delegation can be a challenge for leaders who suffer from perfectionism, lack of trust, loss of control, the fear of blame, overload, and insecurities. To overcome the fear of delegation, individuals can develop trust in their team by providing clear instructions, setting expectations, and offering guidance and support. Setting expectations with clear instructions is an important factor in delegation. And as a leader, when delegating, we must be specific, We can use examples, we should discuss deadlines with our team, we should ask questions, check for understanding, follow up, express the importance, and be open to feedback. Learning to let go of the need of absolute control and focusing on the benefits of delegation, such as empowering our team members and freeing up time for more strategic tasks, can help mitigate this fear. Delegation can be a powerful tool for improving productivity and developing team member skills when used appropriately. Books like Drive from Daniel Pink and Leaders Eat Last by Simon Sinek provide really good insights for empowering your team and trusting them. Last but not least, imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome often referred to as the imposter phenomenon, is a psychological pattern where individuals doubt their abilities, skills, Or accomplishments and have internalized fear about being exposed as a fraud or an imposter despite the evidence of their competence imposter syndrome is more common than you may think it's important to remember the words of Maya Angelou and I quote I've written 11 books but each time I think uh uh-oh they're gonna find out now I've run game on everybody and they're gonna find me out Overcoming imposter syndrome often requires self-awareness, self-compassion, and reframing negative self-beliefs. Leaders can enhance their mindset and boost their self-esteem by practicing several key strategies. When you catch yourself thinking something negative about yourself, like I'm not good enough, ask yourself if there's evidence to support it, because I bet you often there's not reframing negative self-beliefs takes time and practice but it can significantly improve your self-esteem and overall well-being it's about changing your inner dialogue and being more supportive and positive we've mentioned before but developing a growth mindset as advocated by psychologist carol Dweck, it involves embracing challenges viewing setbacks as opportunities to learn and increase a belief in personal development leaders should prioritize self-awareness, understanding their strengths, their weaknesses, and seeking feedback to continually improve. As mentioned before, building self-esteem involves setting and achieving small goals, celebrating those accomplishments, and engaging in positive self-talk. I began building my confidence by habit stacking and beginning to believe in myself again. The book, Atomic Habits, is a great resource to get back to basics of how to build habits. Jane Clear reminds us of how simple habits are. For example, if you want to begin reading daily, Clear suggests starting with one minute read habit a day, placing your book in a place that serves as a visual cue to read and set the timer. And while it's perfectly fine to read beyond that minute, the timer is fixed to one minute. And once that timer goes off, your mission is complete. It's time to acknowledge and congratulate yourself for this achievement. This gradual process is retraining your brain to trust in your abilities again. And as you gain momentum in your reading habit, you can start incorporating other small habits. And before you realize it, you'll be stacking habits while boosting your self-confidence. And as we wrap up today's episode, leaders should focus on self-care, including physical health, mental well-being, and work-life balance to maintain a strong, confident mindset. Build your support network, celebrate your achievements, and seek mentorship or coaching to reinforce your confidence. And I wanna leave you guys with a thought from Eleanor Roosevelt. You gain strength, courage, and confidence by every experience in which you really stop to look fear in the face. Remember that fear is a part of leadership, but with the right tools and the right mindset, you can transform it From a barrier to a stepping stone. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. If you found this episode valuable, please share it with your network. As always, stay fearless in your leadership journey, and we'll be back soon with more insights and inspiration. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Leadership from the Heart. We hope that you've gained valuable tools and inspiration to transform your leadership approach and create lasting impact within your organization. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. Your feedback means the world to us, and it helps us reach more aspiring leaders like you. Remember, leadership is a journey, and it's one that we're all on together. So until next time, lead with purpose, lead with empathy, and lead from your heart. This is Romy Montperuz signing off, reminding you that your leadership has the power to shape a brighter future for all.